When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, uh, how do you feel about Robert Pattinson as Batman? Are you for it or not so much? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trader. This is a question that came out of my brain as I pondered the news that, yes, in fact, Warner Brothers has closed a deal for none other than Robert Pattinson to play the Caped Crusader. Um, and this is apparently a movie that's going to hit theaters next summer. No, two summers from now, 2021, June. And... Um, we heard this initially, that was a rumor, and then we were like, what? Uh, but then we heard, you know, officially, unofficially, this is the case. And I know people have strong feelings about it, so join us with your strong feelings. Um, but I'm I'm torn. I Like, I am not totally unsold on the idea for a number of reasons, but I know people have strong uh, opinions about it. Let's go to David and find out his strong opinion, but I do want to hear, Bradley, why you're not necessarily not sold yeah on it why i'm not totally unsold yeah like you're not you're not ready to say yeah no correct okay let's go to david hi david hey colleen how's your cold is it that summer allergy uh, it's summer allergies turning into a cold thank you for uh, your I'm concern so sorry. David. yeah <laughs> anyway look uh michael keaton was the mr mom batman and no one thought he was going to succeed in any way shape or form and until Christopher Nolan came around, he was the best Batman we'd ever have yeah, on the I, big screen. I so agree basic, with that. So you're basically saying, like, it's not okay probably to come up with a firm judgment on this end. Well, I mean, I mean, physically, I don't see Robert Pattinson because he's not big enough. You know, he needs to put on some weight, and maybe that's going to take some time. I just don't see why they didn't cast the, the kid from Gotham because he was amazing as Bruce Wayne and you know, bringing it in since they're going for a younger Batman. I think Robert Pattinson might be a little too old if they're going for a younger Batman, like an origin story. Right. Yeah. David, I I think that Robert Pattinson has the acting chops. I just think he might be a little too old and not big enough to pull it off. But I think he'll make an amazing Bruce Wayne. It's how well he'll carry the cowl that's important. Yeah, no, these are all good points, David. thank you for your call. That was an informed thought. I was going to say for your... well-informed opinions. Yes. And I think that Robert uh, brings up the, or David. David brings up the key, which is it all depends on the story that they are trying to tell with Batman. Like that will determine if his performance can match the role, because I think we all have a very specific vision of Batman in our heads, and I'm sure it's different for everybody. Like for me, Michael Keaton, that's just the best Batman. But that's because, you know, that was that, that's just my that particular was your, favorite. That was like your first big Batman. That was my first big box office Batman. Yeah. Yes. Um, other than like, you know, uh, what's his name? Adam West. 
right uh, in the TV series. But uh, so it just really depends. You know, like I didn't think Christian Bale was going to be a great Batman. And then I saw the movie and I thought for that movie, I thought he was a great Batman. So. So here's where I, by the way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Yay or nay to Robert Pattinson as Batman? Uh, Bradley, you're right. We don't know what story is going to be told by this film. But here's where I. This is why I'm not sold on it. Because we know that originally this was going to be a role inhabited by Ben Affleck. Yeah. And I don't see. If I were a and I'm not, if I were the casting uh, director for a sh- for a movie, and it said in the notes somebody like a Ben Affleck, I would not think of Robert Pattinson. Yeah, so you're saying that you know he's not a Ben Affleck character. Exactly, like he it doesn't feel to me like he he is that they are the same kind of archetype, which does not necessarily mean he won't do a fine job. Well, and I just am having a hard time understanding the logic behind it. I mean, we also don't know why, or or I shouldn't say we don't know why, but I'm, uh, I would say we don't know how Ben Affleck would have done because again, my assumption is this is an earlier story and Holly, feel free to fill in any gaps because I feel like you would know the, what we actually do know about the next Christopher Nolan film. Well, I don't know about the Christopher Nolan film. So this is going to be directed by a guy named Matt Reeves. And what he's saying about this Robert Pattinson Batman movie, it's that it's going to be more focused on telling the story of Batman from the angle that Batman is a detective, which is true because there are back when I used to work at a comic book store, which I did. There were different Batman titles focusing on different aspects of the character of Batman. Uh-huh. And one was Detective Comics, which is where Batman originated from, which was more Batman is solving crimes around Gotham City. And he happens to be dressed as a guy in a bat suit. So I think that's so, what they're doing here. I mean, in that regard, if he's like a more cerebral, uh, what's his name? Bruce Wayne. Sherlock Holmesy oh. type Batman. Yeah. Then it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're yet to see. But that's why I'm not totally unsold, uh, you know, because our very good friend and she is we're required to say that because she's our boss. B. Arthur. <laughs> she was just like running around uh, the office on Friday. Like, seriously, Robert Pattinson, I don't see it. <laughs> and while I get that. <laughs> I also don't know like what they're dropping him into. So right, that yeah. that remains to be seen for me. I will say it's pretty risky casting in the sense that because we don't know, he's going to have to really work hard to pull it off because I bet that a lot of people have written it off before he's even had the chance to inhabit the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a huge challenge for him. But if he pulls it off, this could be like... A career redefiner for him. Well, and to David's point, um, you know, Michael Keaton, and I guess I was, you know, too young to sort of really pay attention to what the critics were thinking of that particular movie. Um, I just loved the movie, but, you know, it's possible that going into it, you have one idea and then you see it and you're like, oh, now I know what you're seeing. Right. And if he's capable of, of doing this, this, then he doesn't have to always be Edward the scissor hands, yeah. The vampire That's what from I Twilight. <laughs> When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I watched the Kanye interview with David Letterman uh, over the weekend, and I've got three 
big thoughts that we got to like sift through. Uh, so I can tell you a little bit about what I learned from it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107. So over the weekend, I had the opportunity to take a minute to watch the uh, David Letterman interview with Kanye West oh, yeah. on his Netflix series. My next guest needs no introduction. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And I had sort of three big thoughts, three okay. observations as I was watching this uh, this hour-long interview with David Letterman and Kanye West. The first one, the first part that I found really interesting was how David Letterman interacted with Kanye West. Okay. So, what do you mean? Well, because... How do I say this? There, I think that there has to be a certain because we know Kanye West to be pretty volatile, yeah. right? We also know him to be a bit of a narcissist, and that is aside from his Understood. diagnosis of bipolar. I want to be very clear about that. That is aside from his diagnosis of bipolar, which they do talk about during this interview. But we know him to be a narcissist. We know him to be somebody who believes that his thoughts and his ideas and his sort of way of operating in celebrity is the right way Mm -hmm. and the only way and the best way. Yeah. Right. So how do you have an interview with somebody like that that doesn't probably let people in in a warm way? Right. You probably don't. Well, that's the thing is that I felt like I was watching David Letterman almost like kiss his butt a little bit. Oh, for sure. To try to get a good interview out of him. And it made me uncomfortable because it felt, did it feel genuine? Now I think of David Letterman as a pretty genuine person in the sense that he doesn't typically have to put on airs. He's David flipping Letterman, yeah. right? Like other people should be happy to be in his presence, to be interviewed by him, to be a part of his project. But he it felt very much like he was sort of trying to impress Kanye West yep. in order to get Kanye West to play. Yeah, to well, which there's a little bit of genius in that, right? You want somebody to feel comfortable because what you're hoping, I would imagine, I'm not... Um, obviously an expert interviewer like David Letterman, but I would imagine in that regard, you want people to feel at ease because when they're at ease, that's when they tend to say things that they're not planning on or they hadn't, you know, uh, planned on saying. Right. So, you know, you want to sort of stroke his ego a little bit so that he gets comfortable and relaxed. And I think part of the, part of the deal is that, that it's an hour long special. Yeah. So it feels like it, that never sort of, pulls back did you i mean okay so so you so it was the way the first thing you said then was the way that david letterman Letterman approaches the interview with kanye right okay so the second thing but in any case he still got a good interview out of him one of the things that kanye talked about this is sort of the second thing that i was chewing on after watching this he talked about his sunday services and i think that the way kanye represented it and i'm scared that i'm saying this because it sounds like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit, but the way that Kanye presented it in that interview was very different from how it feels like it's being presented. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, these Sunday services are, they're not supposed to be religious, but it looks like they're having like a cult service 
uh, on Sunday with right. a bunch of people wearing all the same clothes and singing songs together. Um, it has a very sort of cult religious vibe. It does. But the way that Kanye West presents it, at least with David Letterman, is as if this is sort of a response to a greater sort of artistic movement. He cites an artist who uses light as his art form, basically. The name of the artist I can't remember. Is also, he talking about James Terrell? Yes, could be. Yeah. Okay, so he talks about this artist and he talks about how he wanted to bring people together in the light mm-hmm. to like have a common experience around music that is spiritual in nature. It, he never really talks about any sort of desire for the future of it. It just sort of was like an experiment that they were doing according to how he described it. And then it's just sort of caught on. Yeah. And it's sort of turned into this other thing. Now that's not to say that what we hear about it, is it actually what he's doing? He's a smart man. He knows how to use his words in a way that doesn't tip you off to anything down the road. Yeah. Um, But, but I appreciated that in the sense of like, Oh, that's Kanye West explaining it in his own words. And I guess I never really heard Kanye West describe it in his own words. We've only seen it mediated through social media and the internet. Exactly. Okay. So that was sort of like an enlightenment. Also, put a pin in that because, Holly, you referenced a name. I don't know anything about the name you referenced. Did you want to fill that in a little bit? So James Terrell is an artist, and I think that's who you guys are talking about because earlier this year, Kanye West donated $10 million to help fund James Terrell's art project one of them now a quick reference for james terrell's kind of art do you guys remember the video for drake's song hotline bling yeah that's essentially what a james terrell art piece is like they're very immersive and kanye west has definitely been influenced by james terrell's look like he has giant installations of art and light and you can walk in them and it reminds me of the scene in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where they have Mike TV, you put on little yep. slippers, mm-hmm. you have to put those on, and then you walk in the piece of art. Yes. So that is, I think that is, well, I don't think, that is what Kanye West is saying is really inspiring him in this um, in this Sunday service thing that he's doing. Yeah, like so many avant-garde out yeah. there artists, you're like, oh, that's interesting. I have no idea. What I don't get means. it. Right. Okay, so now the third thing, and this was the to me kind of the biggest thing that um, that I noticed, was at one point after Kanye has talked at length about his diagnosis of bipolar, he says, it's a very short moment, but he says, I've been off. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Medication for 
an, a period of time. And I don't remember if it was like five months or 15 months or something like that. Yeah. And the audience explodes into applause. Oh. And I thought that is such an interesting commentary on how people engage with mental illness. So they were applauding him for not taking for his medication? For not being on medication. That's weird. And he said, and then his response to it was not what I was expecting either. He said, no, don't applaud that. Because if oh, you had yeah. a headache, no, I know. But see, it starts good, but then it doesn't end good. Because remember, he's not taking medication. He said, if it were for you know, a headache, you would take the medication and you wouldn't applaud somebody for not treating their headache. Mental illness is the same. Now, I and I was like with him up until then, but then it leaves you with that question of then why are you not taking yeah. the medication yeah. after you've explained that, that you need the medication? Not really. He really, it really kind of went back into that feeling of like, I can be in control of my own my own body chemistry, which you can't be really in that way. That's where the magical thinking comes in. I mean, a lot of what we criticize Kanye West for, and frankly, a lot of celebrities is when, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow among them, um, when you think that you can will yourself into a certain being Oprah, all these people who, Mm -hmm. you know, what's his name with the yelling and the thing and the sex. Tony Robbins. Yeah. Tony Robbins. This, this idea that if only you could just yell, uh, loud enough or do enough um, of the right things to manage these things that you'd be okay when it's like, no, there's a reason that people, you need to take your medication and there's nothing wrong with taking medication. Exactly. It's to, it's to help you live, not, you know, to keep you from being. And it's interesting yourself. how Kanye West talked about wanting to break a stigma, but also that, then the openness around the fact that he's choosing not to take medication and what that looks like. Um, I just like questioned it a lot and, but it, and it sort of startled me the way that people were celebrating him oh, for yeah, not for taking sure. medication, which again is sort of a, a way of thinking okay. in our culture oh, that we, I wish we, I out. wish we could get away from. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got uh, some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags on the Colleen D-bags. and Bradley show. So you guys, mark your calendars for June 6th at 10 a.m. Because what happens on June 6th at 10 a.m.? Cat Video Festival tickets. Yes! Thank you. So make sure you remember to set your calendar so you can... Make sure you snap up those tickets. We're going to do some general admission tickets that are $10 in advance. We have some great VIP tickets that are $75. And $1 from each ticket goes to a rough start rescue. We're also going to be honoring Grumpy Cat this year because, of course, Grumpy Cat has passed on. Rest in peace. Again, June 6th at 10 a.m. Cat Video Festival. Tickets come, go on sale. And that, by the way, is at, on August 8th. All right. Now, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We like to tell you about celebrities behaving badly, and we call them... Douchebags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-bag is Kim Kardashian. Oh, hello, Kim Kardashian. Hello, hello. Okay, so last week, Kylie was my D-bag. Kylie uh, Jenner, her sister, yeah. was my D-bag. I mean, when, what week wasn't she? I mean, exactly. Somebody should keep track of that. Um, 
Anyway, it was because of the way she washed her face on her Instagram yes, to well, highlight her new Kylie Jenner face. You mean not at all? Well, I mean, she splashed some water on there, but the thing that really got me was the three pounds of foundation that came off on the white towel that she was washing her face with. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Kim has decided to clap back at all the people who noticed that Kylie Jenner's uh, face washing video was ridiculous. So. Kim, going to bed for her little sister, oh, what a, posts what a, nice a video. Sister. What a lovely sister. Now, Holly, I forgot to tell you that there is an audio component to this. If we, if you feel like it, we don't need to play the whole thing. It's in the article and it's on this Instagram. Uh, it's a video of her using one of the facial filters that makes her eye, eyes and her mouth look gigantic. And then it changes her voice. And she basically just is talking directly to the people who were talking smack about her sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, it's saying you guys uh, she only had 10 seconds to show you how to wash your face what do you expect her to do also note that she continues to say the kylie beauty or whatever showroom as a way of pointing out that her sister is mega super duper rich yeah and the rest of you don't get to have an opinion or a thought because she could own you and have you killed. You don't have a showroom. You don't have a showroom. Yeah, do you have a showroom? Right? I do. Anyway, I was like, you know, listen, like, when are the... No, I don't even... This is so meta, I can't even. But it's like, I want the Kardashians to learn that you don't have to respond to every single thing. And yet, the Kardashians get the attention that they want from responding to every single thing. Yes. Do you see what I'm so saying? So it's kind of evil genius. Sort of is. Yeah. But I reserve the right to smack well, talk. Yeah, I mean, it's evil genius for us, too, because it's always something for us to talk about. Yes. So thank you for being D-bags, Kardashian-Jenner clan. Also, that voice really hurt my ears. <laughs> that wasn't her real voice. Was no, it? that's, that's the voice filter. change filter. But just I just... Kidding. I didn't think it was oh, okay. actually her voice. Calm oh, down. You never know. I know. Also, you can hear... Okay, really quick. By the way, the... She clearly did that in her home. Yeah. And in that um, David Letterman thing I watched where they interviewed Kanye, he goes over to the home. It's like a concrete block. That's all oh, it is. It is an unlivable Hard experience. There is surfaces. no, th- that is just, that tells you everything you need to know about these people. It's like cold. It's not cozy no. at all. I think about those kids running around in that. It just, ugh. And the echoes. No. I feel like there's an actual home you don't see that's off camera. That's just big, you know, love sacks. I bet the kids have their everywhere. own home in the back in the backyard. Yeah. So that they don't mess up Kim and Kanye's <laughs> like dog house. I'm serious children. because like the whole house Ugh. is all white. Everything I, is yeah. white. I wouldn't knock dog houses. Do you remember Paris Hilton's dog house? Yeah, I wanted to live Baker's in that dog house. Dog house? No. no. 
my God. They had like, they were one of the first, like, you know, like Richie, rich doghouse people. They had like air conditioning. I think she had air conditioning. Okay. And they're Tammy Faye Baker doghouse. Maybe I just made that up, but I feel like that was like a Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous episode. It probably was. It sounds about right. I don't see the doghouse. Um, we'll find it in the break. Yes. Uh, can I give you my D-bag? Yes, please. Uh, I would like to share with you... Do you remember the name Schwat? I certainly do. They're my D-bags for today. That would be Chris Pratt and uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yes, Catherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt are my D-bags today because... Oh, look at this. They're up to their old tricks. Chris Pratt and fiance Catherine Schwarzenegger go grocery shopping together in Santa Monica. You don't say. What? Why is that news? I have no idea. Presumably because somebody told paparazzi that they were at the Erewhon, which apparently, and Holly knows all about it, is the Richie Rich natural food store in Santa Monica. Yeah, this one in Santa Monica has valet parking for your grocery store experience. What? Yeah. So um, somebody, now what I love about this is because there's a video attached, you can't hear anything, but you see them coming out and they're like, do to do smiles for the camera. Like, uh, oh yeah, no, this is totally, they just happen to be there. Yeah. They just happened to know that you were at the Erewhon in Santa Monica. Okay, I just want to throw in there the thing that Holly has brought up in the past as well about the publication that we find this story in. The Daily Mail. It's in the Daily Mail. And what do we? What have we heard about the Daily Mail, Holly, about the stories on the side? That those are often... Oh, those are pay-to-play. Meaning... Meaning somebody in their camp oh, for sure. has actually, it's like placing an ad. It's like yeah. sponsored. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Our, the reason they're my D bags is not because they're celebrities, you know, living life. It's because this particular celebrity relationship has tried to get the, they want to get in on the Chonus real estate. Uh-huh. That is, they want to get the attention for their pending nuptials such that that will benefit, you know, both their careers. I mean, I don't know what she's up to, but he certainly wants people to be talking about him because it benefits his acting career. Um, so, but what I love is that they're kind of bargain basement shown us like, right. they're tr- well, I shouldn't say bargain basement. What they're trying to do is play this whole story that they're just like your average member. Like they're just, you know, they're just like us. They just go to the grocery store. They're just hanging out. It's like spending like an hour and a half trying to make yourself look like you're not wearing makeup using makeup. Like, do you really <laughs> think Chris, I mean, think about it. Think about Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger. Now he less so than she, I mean, she is basically royalty, right? American royalty. Right. Because she comes from, you know, uh, the Kennedy, the line. Kennedy clan slash yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, former governor of the state of Minnesota, Minnesota. No, nope. that's S. Jesse Ventura, California, California. Um, and also just like Hollywood royalty. Right. So why on God's green earth would these two people just be rolling up with a with a grocery cart to the grocery store on a Sunday afternoon? We see you. Ain't not, there is no way. I'm sorry if I'm Catherine Schwarzenegger, if I'm Chris Pratt, I'm at the very least having my people do the grocery shopping. Right. And that's how it is at Erewhon. I was there last year and it was filled with people doing the grocery shopping for other y'all, people. Y'all, y'all, yeah. I'm a normal person. <laughs> I don't do my own grocery shopping. Oh, look at you, fam. I'm, oh. I'm just being real, real here. I oh. use the Instacarts and the S-H-I-P-T. No, I don't do that anymore. It's, I do them both. Because they don't do it right. 
I have not. I've been satisfied every single time. Ain't letting anybody grab my produce. I will allow anybody to squeeze my melons. (laughs) I do not mind it. All I'm saying is this. I am a normal human being who lives a normal human life. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, these days you, it's not, you do not also, have to pay top dollar to not do not that. True. What couple do you know that goes grocery shopping together? Mm-hmm. Uh, not my couple. There's zero couples that we do this. We went once Why? and it was over. Thank you. We did the same thing. It was like, and we, like, we went to the therapist and we're like, we can't go to the grocery store together. And you know what the therapist said? Then don't. Don't. <laughs> Guess what? Best advice we ever got from a therapist. Yeah, seriously, you were so like now, pay the, that paid for itself. You like you doing that thing where you're like, oh well, we gotta. No, don't go to the grocery. No. Nobody is going to the grocery store, especially these two. It's all obnoxious. Get out of my face with this. Also, Holly, what kind of stuff am I getting in Erewhon? Is this just like a also co-op what kind or of what? word is Erewhon? Is that somebody's name? E R E W H O N. Okay. Imagine the fanciest co-op you've ever been to, amplified but times 10. Really? Do they have some good prepared foods experience? They, like have, they got a nice, oh, fresh salad bar? I'll know that I've made it in life when I can shop at Erewhon for my groceries and not even think about it. Do you know, this was, I did spend $13 on a lemonade, <laughs> and then... And then I spent, you know, at the prepared foods, you think going into the Whole Foods bulk section is a scary proposition? I can't even tell Not you. even. I, not I even. literally had the thought when I was looking at this video, like, someday I just want to be able to roll up to the co-op slash fancy food store, Lund's, Byerly's, Kowalski's, you name it, and just buy all of my groceries there in oh. good conscience and yeah. not feel like I was wasting yeah. money. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. So really, I'm just jealous of that grocery cart full of groceries that Chris Pratt is pushing. Yeah. Because that's probably like a thousand dollars worth sal- of groceries. I was gonna say that's your yeah. salary. Yeah, yeah, there it is. It's, a, right it's your salary and celery. <laughs> salary cleanse. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got some hashtag free Britney. Kids gather around. We've got a little story to tell you. It's told to us by Britney Spears Instagram. After this on my talk one oh seven one. Gather around the radio, kids. I've got a story to tell you. It's the story of Britney Spears Instagram. The story she wants us to tell you on the Colin and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trader. Oh, okay. No, so lies. okay, so first of all. Mm-hmm. This whole free Britney movement started with a podcast called Britney's Gram, Gram. that is basically a podcast started by, by these women who are huge fans of Britney Spears about what she posts on Instagram. Ironically, now my whole entire focus is on Britney Spears' Instagram to figure out what the heck story she's trying to tell me from her Instagram. Yep. So it's come full circle. So over the weekend, she made... Three posts on her Instagram. Britney Spears, remember, we're supposed to be trying to sift through the public information to figure out whether or whether or not she's being held against her will in a conservatorship. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first, the first post she makes is, uh, it's like a video where incidentally she's holding the camera and doing a selfie and it's a video of her making faces. This one, uh, this came out last week, right? 
Correct. Three yeah. days ago. Yeah. So I remember seeing this one and thinking like, what's the point of this one? She it said something about, and you have the actual caption there, but it was something about, you know, just back from therapy, acting silly. After therapy. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And being too serious, it's so nice to be silly. Five exclamation points. And then it's just like a video of her making faces, but it's kind of like just after all that we've talked about regarding what she's going through, it just comes across a little creepy. Exactly. And weird. And now, random. one of the first comments that you will see that pops up because it's by a verified account, and that would be her boyfriend, Sam Asghari. He says, inspiring people to be themselves rather than trying to get others approval. Hashtag humble. Hashtag real. Okay. Okay. Not a plant. Not Not at all. Yeah. Next Instagram post happens also three days ago. It is a selfie. It is her in a whole different outfit with her hair down and sunglasses on. Now, you guys all might think I'm going a little too bonkers by like digging into her Instagram like this. But are you? Am I? Because a lot of times what we see in posts is that they're taken on one day and posted on another day. Sometimes two videos or pictures from the same day are posted many, many days apart. So the fact that she's wearing a different outfit and they're trying to play this up like this is happening in the moment. From three days ago, her hair is different. Her outfit is different. Traffic for two hours has me like, and then she's got her mouth open and she's got sunglasses on. Now, I want to tell you, what do you do? You ever do this when you're looking at people's photographs on Instagram? Now, I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Well, you are. You look at the reflection in their sunglasses to see what. Well, of course, it's just natural. You can see in this one, I think what you're going to point out is that she's not driving. Somebody else is driving. Now, really quickly, before we go any further, what are the two things that we've heard about the conservatorship? One, she's not allowed to drive, right? But we've seen conflicting videos of her getting in the car and driving. But the second thing that we've heard is that she's not allowed to have her iPhone. How then is she taking selfies? There's a lot of confusion here. Yes. We don't know who to believe. We don't know that which is true. All we can do is pull apart what we do have in front of us, which are these photos. And to your point, these photos are contradictions in and of themselves because you have, as you said, stories that say she and stories, by the way, you know, put out again by questionable sources, right. probably calling from within inside the house. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that she's not um, able to drive and not able to use your phone. Uh, and then you'll see pictures of her driving. And then in this particular case, she's not driving. Somebody else is driving, but she's got her phone. And you can say it's none of our business. 
Why right? do you people care about Why do you this? care? Why are you talking She's about this? She's just this trying to business. get better. It's Brittany. Okay. Be nice here's, to her. Here's why it's okay. Just so I can like provide the excuse that you all need for why <laughs> we are digging it. so no. deeply. But like because there is a story being told, right? So if we weren't supposed to be paying attention to it, then there wouldn't be all of these stories being told. But because there are stories being told, people want you to be paying attention to something. The problem is we can't figure out what we're supposed to be paying attention yeah, to. Yeah, but we just know something ain't right. It don't smell right. It don't smell right. Please move on to the third okay. photo. So third and finally, this was one day ago, yesterday that is, a picture of her on a bike next to her boyfriend, Sam Asghari, who's on like a turquoise cruiser bike, which also just kind of looks funny. Like she looks like she's they look on like a they're pro posing. bike and it looks like an ad out of JC Penney's. Yeah. Like, hi, we are on our bikes next to like a meadow. It actually looks like a green screen. Yeah. It looks like they're sitting in front of a green screen. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Anyway, it says, I'm so blessed to have this in my neighborhood. Just got myself a new bike. It feels like a piece of heaven. Then, of course, Sam Asghari, because he's paid to do so, has replied, (laughs) are you talking about the lake or that handsome gentleman? Which, when you go back and read the comment, doesn't make sense. Other than the first part, I guess, are are you, I'm so blessed to have this in my neighborhood. Maybe he's joking about that, but. Or the peace of heaven. Feels like a piece of heaven. Oh. Okay. Okay. Also, his triceps are on point because but his, once but his again calves, this is paid, why i don't trust him he's paid his to pretend to be her boyfriend are underdeveloped and work out for somebody who spends that much time in the gym what is he hiding because he has underdeveloped calves yes i just never trust a man who has all those muscles but not actual calves like could it hurt you to spend a few minutes on the machine with the calf thing there's actually or an, on the back of a step there's an episode of true life on MTV, it's old, where a guy, he works really hard to get developed calf, calf muscles and they just won't. Oh, so he gets implants? He gets the implants. Well, mm-hmm. Sam could have at least done that. Also, so the point is with the Sam thing, every time, also, you know what's interesting is he responded to her uh, photo with a comment. She never responds to his comment. No. So it's just like, it's it's just so, it, there's, you guys, it's just, it's not real. When they're trying, every time they say there's nothing to see here, you need to look closer. And like, (laughs) ask yourself the question, like, well, you know, to Priyanka Chopra's point earlier in the show, when she was like, (laughs) she wasn't on our show. Well, when we talked about her (laughs) earlier on the show, when Priyanka Chopra said, (laughs) said, um, what if, I mean, even if I wasn't famous, wouldn't I be posting all these things on social media anyway? In real life, you wouldn't post this photo and then your husband or boyfriend would respond to the photo like in that manner. That's just not natural. There's nothing natural about that experience. Your husband would not. I mean, he would make. I guess maybe he would. I don't know. I just feel like it comes across. But not every single time. Yeah. Like clockwork. Right. Exactly. Literally like clockwork within minutes of it being posted. So he gets to check off his, you know, like social media says, uh, Sam, we're going to need you to post a response to this post that Brittany has posted. Exactly. Yeah. We see you. We see. We don't know what we're seeing. It's all lies. But we see something. We don't know what the lies are about, but we know they're lies. But we're getting closer to 
uncovering more lies. <laughs> more lies. From you all. Lies and the lying liars who tell them. Exactly. It's a great book, by the way. Exactly. Okay. On the, on the other side of this, on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite French fry? I know it sounds like a weird question, right? It does it, though? But when you really stop and think, French fries are not on a level playing field. We're going to tell you all about what makes a great French fry, but it's different for everybody, right? 651-641-1071. What's your favorite French fry? Favorite fry. Seriously. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.